Hey everybody, it's Harry here, back in the full swing of season three of Alston Pudding Presents, the podcast presented by Alston Pudding. Uh, this is going to be episode five of this new season, and my guest this week is Sapatnik. They're, they're kind of in uh, more of a collective than a band, you'd say, where every member contributes songs, and it's not just like one or two principal songwriters, but they're they're just super nice people. I've seen them a couple times the last the last few months. It's uh, this episode's going to come out on June sixteenth, a couple days after they released their debut album titled Jam Jar. Check it out wherever you stream your music. It's really good. You're going to be hearing five of the tracks. You're going to hear like half the album on this. Um, let me run down the track list real quick. The first one you're going to hear is called Ederlezi. Uh, apologies to Maria from the band, if I'm not pronouncing that exactly right. That's sort of the band's adaptation of a Serbian folk song. Maria, one of the members of the band, is from Serbia. Um, I wanted to include her track alive from the album, uh, cause it's, uh, she talks about it at length, but, um, I didn't have a file for that one. That's sort of production mishap. Don't worry about it. Uh, but Ederlezi, you're going to hear right after I'm done talking. Uh, it's super cool. Very bluesy, psychedelic vibes, instrumental wise. Um, anyway, so yeah. Ederlezi. Uh, after that, you're going to hear Sweet Time. Then I'll Be There. After that is In the Blue. And to close the episode, you're going to hear Velvet. Yeah. All, all the tracks are so pretty and earnest. Uh, I like this album is such a pleasant listen, especially like this time of the year when the weather is, well, theoretically nice. It's been, it was like torrentially downpouring <laughs> earlier tonight after being beautiful out. Um, but yeah, go go check out Jam Jar by Sapatnik and enjoy the enjoy the talk.
All right, there we go. We are yeah, no, I do have I do have like a, a stock bleep sound that I had to say okay. that was from like an episode like a couple years ago where I was like talking to someone who's like from the same hometown as me and we have like mutual friends and I was like, I don't really feel like talking mm-hmm. about Actually, like my yeah. friends full full names yet and like right. talking about I didn't like say their address but i was like yeah and here's like a vivid description of like my childhood best friend's house <laughs> i was like I, all right you know i I can bleep some of this out but uh, yeah i do have a bleep effect like saved okay good to know well yeah. i mean this is our this is our first experience on a podcast i think cam has had some experience with podcasting actually a while back yeah i was on a, a movie podcast called uh movies and meltdowns and I was, okay. uh, I was brought on to save the production aspect of it because it was just not working for the two people that were starting it. But needless to say, experience is maybe not the right word. I was only on two episodes and then it kind of all fell on. What, so. what was your role? Like, were you like in one of the like hosting chairs or like? Yeah. Well, and I mean, also like, what was the kind of, so movies and meltdowns? Is that like, like analyzing Nicolas Cage performances. I think there was a Nicolas Cage episode. There, there was probably a Nicolas Cage movie in there. We did, um, the last one I remember doing was The Lighthouse because um, we just all seen it in theaters. And I was, I was really like, I was a, I was a, I was a host, but I was also like the sound guy. So I was actually okay. to fix the mics and we were all doing the same room basically. So it was a lot of editing after the fact. Um, but it was, uh, you know, I think the meltdowns are more like us just melting down, you know, okay. like maybe not necessarily even about the movie, but just personally, maybe, you know, <laughs> like, there's more of like a, use the movie as a jumping off point. To- so another, another thing a lot of podcasts do is it's like, here's a, here's a premise that's advertised, but actually it's just like, I'm just here to talk about my own personal problems, which yeah. is how I try not to run this show. Yeah. The, the less information that gets out about me the better okay. uh yeah so i'm i'm like so nick and i are co-workers yes at our day true. job yes. yeah i'm gonna edit that out and post <laughs> <laughs> no i think that's fair your name it's... gets out and people know we're co-workers yeah yeah <laughs> you know it's... can check you down i gotta, I gotta make trust me i bleep i bleep my own name out when I do the intro to the show, like, hey, I'm your host, I'm Harry, and that gets bleeped out. Yeah. So now that we're a couple minutes in, this is my favorite time to do this. Who am I talking to? <laughs> uh, so that's, that's a really good question. I'm talking to Sapatnik. Does everyone want, all the members want to go around? Well, so we don't have all the members, right? Right. Two thirds of the group. Two thirds. Okay. Yeah. But we do have four people. So that's, so if you, can do your math at home, which many of our listeners can. At least five. At least five people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, you simplified that fraction way quicker than I did. My- <laughs> <laughs> Says the accountant. <laughs> Sorry, you got to bleep that out too. <laughs> yeah, no day jobs. Today we mm-hmm. are. This, Night is, jobs this is rock only. and roll life. <laughs> yeah. We're full time yeah. podcasters. That's what we do. <laughs> We're working on the night moves. Oh my god. Yeah. Um yeah, do do you want to Maria, do you want to give us a go? Uh sure. Uh I just want to say a uh, really good pronunciation on your part. Congratulations. I've heard you, I've heard you say it at two live shows now. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You picked it up pretty <laughs> fast. Uh so Sapatnik is the name of the band. Um my name is Maria. I uh sing for the most part. Uh I'm going to let the others introduce themselves. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, I'm Nick. I'm the I'm the bass player and singer, backup singer. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm Cam. I'm the guitarist and singer. Um, one of uh, three or four writers in the band um, at any given moment. <laughs> and hi, I'm Caitlin. I play keys and also write and sing. Cool. And uh, who are we missing? We're missing two other band members. Um, Nathan Hermida, who is on the acoustic guitar for the most part, although he could probably play anything. Um, excellent writer, also a singer. And of course, Al, the heartbeat of our band, our drummer. Uh, also beautiful voice. Um, and yeah, that's that's the whole gang, six yeah. of us. I think Al's on vacation and Nathan's probably just wanting to watch the Celtics game. Yeah, yeah that sounds <laughs> about I, right. I actually should have mentioned this at the top, like 825 is like a hard cutoff. Oh, I got I don't you. think we're going to, but like, yeah, OCs, like, yeah. I was... <laughs> Nick, I haven't been in the office all week. Like I, I took the week off. But mm -hmm. if you had seen me after like game three, like it, it would have been like no talkie to Harry yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and now like things have turned all the way around. And let's yeah. see, you know. So yeah, I'm I'm lifelong Celtics fan here. So yeah, gotcha. Okay, That's we'll cool. make sure to keep it brief. Yeah, um, yeah, and as, keep the good vibes, you know, in the air. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, and so, so um, Sapatnik, the name, uh, what, is, what does that mean? Does that have like a English translation? So, yeah, it's not, not a direct translation. Mm -hmm. So um, I'll, I'll give you an explanation. It's, my, this it is my means, favorite, actually, translate where it's like it can't be summed up in just like right. one simple. Right. It needs a whole explanation. Yeah. 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 Doesn't, um, doesn't mean foot. <laughs> it, it's a, a, a good friend that has been through some stuff with you together mm. you know that has suffered the same pain so um wow. it's a yeah it's a it's a good uh has a kind of a deep meaning and i think it's uh how do you say um just uh fitting to mm -hmm. event. yeah we haven't been through too many traumatic experiences but definitely some few. some <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to find more so we can we can have more of a soulmate experience. Yeah. 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 That's typically when people ask me like what the band name means, that's what I usually go to is like soulmate, you know, like that's what mm -hmm. it means to me. That's probably well, the most yeah. most similar translation, I would say. It is a soulmate. Soulmates. That's us. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think soulmate doesn't need to be like people I feel like use it exclusively for like romantic things, but I don't I think like your friends. Your best friends are, are your soulmates, you know. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. So, how how did you guys meet uh, and like first first get together and start playing music together? Well, this is. I mean, I figured this question was going to be on there, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so the formation of the band, um, I guess it technically started with Maria and Chris, right? Um, so Chris is our seventh member, who is on i guess eternal hiatus he might come back <laughs> um, never, he didn't so, die he didn't. that's a, that's a great album name by the way like i'm gonna yeah. write it down. <laughs> yeah no i think that's the next dr dre album <laughs> yeah, i love it um so so chris moved to omaha so that's why he doesn't play with us oh, anymore okay. because he just you know his life 
changed, but um, that they ca- I think they call Omaha America's eternal hiatus. Pretty much, <laughs> it's it's dead center. Um, there's not much to do there, but but he finds him and his wife find a lot of things to do. They, I mean, he's just like texting me or like sending me snaps of like them going to uh, like festivals and everything. I just saw Corey Wong. I just saw like a bunch All of like other, like bands. Yeah, they're they're, nice. they're killing it out there. Anyways, I think Maria and Chris they used to work together, and they had talked about starting a band, and. Uh, I think at the time, neither of them were like really actively playing anything. It was We didn't know anything. He was starting to learn to play guitar. And I always sang a little bit, but, you know, just um, I'm not educated in that or anything like that. So, But we wanted to sing. That's That was our decision. That mm-hmm. was what bonded us. So yeah. we just started it. <laughs> and so um, uh, Cam and I had just moved to Somerville in like August of 2018. And uh, one thing... If I mean, I assume listeners for this podcast would know Somerville and the general. Oh, musical you vibe. assume we have listeners. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> when, when there are listeners, I people from that, Somerville have listened. Yes, <laughs> that's great. Good to know. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, Somerville, if you are listening from somewhere that's not the Greater Boston area, uh, is very well known for its porch fest um, and just in general musical energy of the town where it's sort of like you just walk around and there's music playing you know it's a very it's very sort of local music not specific you know if you go to boston there's a lot of music but it's usually like touring national or international bands somerville's very much oriented towards local musicians um so when we moved there um it was a you know i the street that I grew up on is very much like you meet your neighbors, you have block parties where really, there's like one going on in our backyard right now, actually. Um, and nice. it's so we, <laughs> with the first weekend or second weekend that we're there, I heard music from across the street on a Sunday morning. And I was like, Oh, that's really cool. I'm a musician. I'll go say hi. So I grabbed my bass guitar and my amp. And um, I saw a sign on the door. that said, come on in. And then I did. And I walked upstairs and I heard, went up to the musicians and I was like, Hey, I'm Nick. I'm your neighbor. Um, I heard you playing music and I wanted to like, come join you guys. And uh, Chris was like, yeah, man, come on in. (laughs) And um, I later found out that that was a work brunch that I had crashed. (laughs) So like people were giving me the side. I'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? Not just because (laughs) I'm the neighbor, but because like everybody knew each other from work. Mm -hmm. So um, it was, it worked out. we jammed for a little bit. Um, and that was sort of like the first time that me and Maria and Chris played together. Um, and then, you know, obviously we started the band from that. I think we went, we, Caitlin and I were playing in a different group. Um, and then uh, Cam and I had been playing, you know, on and off since like high school. Um, so then it kind of all to came, came together in Porch Fest of 2019, where yeah. we all kind of played um uh, just in the backyard of that place in liberty ave and then that was like the four of us plus chris here and uh, and and then yeah i think and i went on hiatus to new zealand for a while um and then al joined in my absence and then we brought on nathan of in like 2020 2021 it was 2021 
Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the latest addition. Yeah. And then, and then we also have a lot of guests too. And my dad plays Melodica yeah. with us. Um, he's Dr. Melodica on YouTube. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll really appreciate the shout out for your many thousands of listeners. Um, <laughs> and, it's, uh, it's, is he unofficially uh, like, he does not have a doctor. <laughs> he's technically a master. I mean, he, he has a master's in engineering, but he doesn't have a doctor. So, um, or a PhD. So I think, I don't know, master of melodica sounds cooler. It's, it sounds a little more magical where doctor gets yeah. a little into the, like, it's a little sciencey and, and technical. I really yeah. like, you know, I respect both avenues, you know. Oh, I mean, I'll pitch it to him. I think he's already invested in the doctor. Um, he has a whole YouTube angle. channel. Yeah. But what know, kind master. of what kind of music does he play as Doctor Melodica? Because he could go into a whole like prog thing as it's, as the master of Melodica. No, no, he already did. He does like covers of like um, Rush songs. Okay, and, like, all right. So it's already you know, pro. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's like doing like crazy stuff. Led Zeppelin covers, like Hell just yeah. like you know stuff really, really out there. I think that his angle is awesome. really. It's really like nobody's ever done this before. This no one's ever covered this song on Melodica, which. For me personally, I'm like, well, sometimes there's a reason somebody hasn't covered it. <laughs> um, have you heard like the <laughs> shitty flute covers on YouTube? Uh, I have like a, yeah. my heart will go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. He told me once that he was uh, he was doing like open mics where he'd go out and like have someone call out a song. Yes. Yeah, he and does. He's posted those on his channel too. Call out a Damn. genre. So it's like pick a song, pick a genre completely different from the one that it's in. And I'll try to play all that on melodic. <laughs> yeah, and some you'll call I like what's sexy Nick, what's your dad up to right like, now? Do you want to <laughs> send the link to the Zoom? Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's outside. He's helping my mom. He's in the I'm middle of the block party. Yeah. 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 It's spot, well, he'll be on like, podcast yeah, part two. He couldn't he couldn't afford my booking fee. <laughs> <laughs> that that doctor title really goes along. Yeah, way. yeah, it does. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Cam and I have known each other since high school, um, or middle school, technically. And then, um, Caitlin and I met uh, doing acapella in college. And then that's where we also met Nathan and Al. And then, um, our other guests, we have Milos frequently joining us on clarinet. He actually is a doctor, like for real, just got his PhD. We just played Congrats. his graduation party last weekend. Congrats. Um, Congrats to Milos. Yeah. And he's, he's super cool, dude. You met uh, Maria. Met him through uh, the Serbian church. Yeah, I I went to an Orthodox church because I'm Serbian, obviously, and um, I needed a doctor. <laughs> I I knew that. I actually don't think we had mentioned it on the episode yet, so right, that right. is helpful for the listeners. Right, right. Um, so yeah, and uh, I I moved to Boston in 2018, and I needed a doctor, like a medical doctor. And I figured I could find a Serbian one in an Orthodox church and just so I can describe my issues better, you know, mm. at the time. Uh, but I found a clarinet doctor and a really good friend. So I felt better. That's the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then other various guests. Um, our friend Yorgos joins us on uh, hand drums occasionally. And then we're getting some other uh, violin uh, players as well. Um uh, yeah, Connor. Connor playing trumpet for us. Connor. Connor, another friend that we knew in college who, who sang with us, and um, he lives in Montreal right now and is coming back to Boston in September. So hopefully, it'll be more regular. Um, but yeah, we just—I feel like we're just like let's just try all the instruments. Hopefully, mm. we'll have a horn section someday. I mean, that's the dream. Mm. But 
we'll see if that actually happens. Yeah, like a very this, open collective. Yeah. This is actually really because I was uh, right before this, I was editing another episode of this show um, with another band. And we did a segment where we were kind of shouting out like various instruments or thing like elements to have and saying if it was like a yes or a no for them. And they mm -hmm. were like, you know, saying yes or like shooting down the potential of like having banjo. And, so, and I was and so this is funny because like when I've seen you guys, there's like a, this very open quality that like anyone could just pick up any old instrument and just like walk on and like join as long as they kind of fit the fit the vibe it would uh I, it, I, it would feel in the spirit of of the band i think that's that's pretty spot on i mean i i don't know we uh, we've all played in different groups before and um i think one of the big things at least at least from my perspective and i don't want to speak for everybody but is like um it's really important to just have a musical space, you know, not, not like a strict, like you are the lead singer and you're the guitar player and you're the bass player. And these people do backup vocals and this is what happens. It's like, you want just the space for people to be able to play music in whatever way, shape or form that happens and that manifests. And um, I think it's uh, the, the, the biggest thing about the group that's so special to us is like, it's not just, the goal is not to become like rich and famous and be the most popular band in the world. I think a lot of, a lot of bands, you know, that's, that's the end goal. It's like, we got to make money doing this. We got to, you know, have a, a bunch of followers. Wait a minute, that's not the goal. I thought that was. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I'm for Maria, the least like person like that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You can't, you can't fake it. No. Maria is the one constantly telling us to, to quiet down. Um, <laughs> But, um, but no, no, it's really about like having the space to play music, to heal through music, to express through music and um, to just explore as well and to try new things. So mm -hmm. like Nathan, for example, he joined us on acoustic guitar um, and, you know, Nathan's, he's, he's so wonderful. He's such a wonderful vocalist um, and he has tons of experience sort of being the front man, you know, or people would say like, oh, Nathan, like sing us a song, you know, and uh and, and and now for him to get to take a step back and just be like, I'm just going to play rhythm guitar and just going to jump on drums. And, you know, like it's it's really important for people to have the space to take as much or as little responsibility as they want. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think that's a really, a really cool thing. Yeah. I always saw it more as of, of a collective than like a band. That's like a group of people that all bring different experiences, different genre, different types of music. and it's less about, like you said, having like a specific goal in mind and more about giving everyone a chance to play. Everyone who writes something gets a chance to play their songs. There's no like debate of like, oh, is a song like worth playing or like good enough? It's always just like, let's try this. Let's try something new. It doesn't have to fit a specific genre. It's like we play like sort of Serbian folk music in one moment. We'll play like sort of Caitlin songs or more like indie songs. We'll play like rock songs. It's really all over the map. And it's kind of one of the best parts about it for me is that you learn a lot by having that experience, by getting to take certain roles and then give away certain roles as well. Um, mm -hmm. That's that's part of the that's part of the reason I love it so much, you know, for me. Yeah, it's such, I've said this to you guys before, but um, yeah, it's such a special experience to be able to like play together for so long too. I feel like I've become just such a better musician because of it. Just being able to try new things and you know not be afraid to mess up in practice. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
No, that's uh, that's true. I think, you know, I am not uh, educated as a musician, and I joined in this band, and then Nick brought in all these amazing, <laughs> skilled people. Um, and you know, at first it was intimidating, uh, especially for me and Chris. We would sometimes be in a corner and be like, "Do you feel like you can do this?" <laughs> and um, and everyone is so open that. Uh, over time, we all just got better. And and now even I'm experimenting with is- instruments and people are like motivating me to do it. And and I wrote my first original song, which mm. people helped me work and make into this band it's song. Good. It's so good, right? <laughs> the album is great. <laughs> Wait, and that, was that one in the, the masters that you sent over, Nick? Oh, yeah. That oh, song, yeah. what, what's the title of that song? Um, the song is called Alive. It's uh, number nine on our album that's coming out. It's like uh, next to last song because uh, we had to close with a, a different one for sure. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes, you know, <laughs> sometimes, you know, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> There's much debate about the structure of the song. So now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yeah. That's right. Um, but yeah, the song is called Alive and uh, it, it came to me um, from a really exhilarating experience of, Sort of feeling connected to nature and having one of those transcendental spiritual experiences and just being happy and feeling lucky to be here on this planet um and i just really wanted to express that and what better way than through through music right so the, the mm-hmm. words came out and the melody came out but the true vibe of the song actually came together because of the band because kind of like in our usual style you bring a little piece of something and then everybody in the band listens and they start to contribute with their beats or their little, you know, bass, whatever section. And and slowly it comes together and it became this whole medley of sounds. It's just like a really, really, it just became such a powerful song. And I think only with all of us together, it could have been such, you know, so, yeah. It's, it's very cinematic yeah. in its own way. You know, it's got mm-hmm. a lot of sort of different elements. It was one of the most challenging songs to, um, mix in that way because there's just like a lot of songs have a lot of tracks but this one has like so many different sections you know like mm-hmm. it, it it comes in and um you have this sort of acapella section and then you have you know maria's first verse and the serbian lyrics coming in i guess for for reference like we the majority of the songs in south nine out of ten we had recorded over the course of like three years and they were recorded in bits and pieces. So we'd have somebody come in and do, you know, a vocal, the lead vocal part, and then we'd have them do their respective instrument. And then everybody else slowly would record on top of that one track. So mm-hmm. it was one of Caitlin's songs, like she'd record the vocals and the whirly part first, and then we'd have, you know, I'd do the bass part and then I would do the drum part. And then Cameron and Nathan would do their guitar parts and Maria would do vocals and, Everybody would kind of do that. It would take about a month to two months to get everything sort of recorded so it could even be mixed. And Alive was the complete opposite. And we did all the recording in one night for the instruments and then all the recording for the vocals in one night as well. Mostly because we were in a really, really tight time crunch and we were like, we just need to like, this was late April, early May. So over the course of two weeks, we just got everything down there. But we had spent a lot of time March and April working on the arrangement and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I kind of forgot where I was going with that. But <laughs> um, 
anyways, it was a completely different, different. Re recording process for that song. Um, but one of the things that we learned from doing this sort of segmented recording process for the rest of the tracks is that like, you're going to just get a better sound and a better and an easier time for me as the mixing person. Um, if we just get the arrangement really tight first, mm -hmm. and then from there we record everything. And from there we do all the mixing and mastering because essentially the same thing happened with Edgar Leslie. We had mm -hmm. practiced it for a live recording gig um, at our friend Jeff's place who plays in this awesome local band champagne pool which folks also should definitely check out so really really cool yeah. um so jeff runs this uh mixing or sorry i guess recording studio out of his uh parents basement called model peril and they did a really he did a really great video for us on youtube and um we had prepped a few songs for that and edgar lezzi which is the serbian folk song um we romani, romani yeah mm -hmm. we had prepped it practice it and then after the recording just came out so well because we're just so tight on what we knew we wanted it to sound like um and so i think moving forward that's what we want to do you know just it's it's kind of a no-brainer when you say it. it's like practice the song before you record it <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> but um but no i mean there's definitely there's definitely different ways to recording things um but i will say for me if i can add to that um for all the musicians that might be listening, it is cool recording together in the same space. Like that mm -hmm. is a part of the, the magic, I think. It was just like really fun to do a live once we started doing that together, so. Yeah. I found that much more natural. Like like playing together is, uh, you know, it's like a special place that you're all in and you're all kind of playing off each other and can kind of set your levels a little bit easier because you're kind of listening to people and hearing what you're supposed to be playing in certain moments. and. Like it, it was so much more cohesive for me. Um, and like, obviously like the stuff we did separately was also really good and we mastered it and mixed it really well. So it sounds like that. Um, but the experience of recording, especially in that group environment is like, that's, that's the best way to record in my mind. It's just so much more, you really feel it, you know? I will say the, the levels for the, the rest of the songs that you didn't record that way. Cause one of the things I just really appreciate about Pretty much every song on the album as i was listening through was just like how well produced it was and how every every instrument had its own distinct space and there was like plenty of room and everything sounded clean hearing from from your side of things that like well there was actually this kind of challenge of like being separate and it actually felt easier to to achieve that kind of ideal mixing level only on this like one song that where we were able to be together i think you still kind of nailed it on that other end where like you know even though you didn't have that ideal scenario yeah. you know thanks i appreciate the it. work it, in the work paid off it's not it's not that it didn't come together it's that it took way longer yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um it just was so much more work and at the like you know the the challenge of and you know everybody else giving notes to like um, I think some of the songs we had recorded first, it was like Stani and In the Blue and Caitlin's tracks, like there were just the arrangement wasn't necessarily there when the song was started. Mm -hmm. So there was so much more room for like, well, let's see what this sounds like and let's see what this sounds like and let's swap this thing out here. And which is great. Like it, it's it's a nice thing to be able to experiment with that. But I, in an ideal scenario, the experimentation happens when you're with the group. 
and yeah. then you don't have to like keep you know trying things out in the sort of mixing process just because it takes longer yeah um yeah i think the first nuggets of uh feeling gray were recorded five years ago probably <laughs> sounds sounds like, sounds like yeah. that, yeah. and did you record that by yourself caitlin first Feeling Gray, yeah. Sweet Time started probably around the same time, but Nick and I did that um, together in at Cam, your house. When oh, really? Nick lived there, yeah. <laughs> um, Didn't even know that. Yeah. I learned something new on this podcast myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Sweet Time a lot as well. That one that one was really really sweet, gentle. As the as the title implies, yeah. Do you yeah. want to talk talk a little bit more? Because it sounds like that one is probably on the older side of these songs, just from like when it was originally conceived. And I know it can be tough to like sit on a song that long and like knowing like what because I don't know as like an artist as a creator, I know many people have this kind of sense that like well, like it's never really it's never really done. There's always something I can like add to it and especially the longer you have to sit on something the more that can kind of like drive you mad you know yeah yeah the two songs i have on the album are feeling great and sweet time and they're i wrote them both like kind of around the same time um and so i'm like i'm definitely ready for them to be out and like i'm mm -hmm. so glad that i feel done because i'm just like it's gonna feel very cathartic um yeah to put and like feel like um, I'm kind of moving away from that, um, stage of my life. And I think that's really great. And I'm like very grateful to be able to, um, kind of do that with the rest of the band and the other musicians here. And I think, um, they've added a lot to the song as well. Yeah. That's a really great point too, about like, you know, it representing like a, you know, you wrote those at a time in your life that you might not be and you know, this could go for any song. And now I'm thinking of kind of like, you know like huge artists who are like known for you know they have like their their big hits that everyone wants to hear like from their early career and it's like you know you hear about artists being like yeah i just i'm so tired of that song like yeah i just like not you know not not to say that you're like yeah i'm so sick of these <laughs> yeah. these songs i wrote but like you know i i understand the catharsis <laughs> of like wanting to get them out and being like yeah they're like that was just a different period yeah, and I think recording them like gives them new life too. So I think that's a good experience for the songs themselves as well. Yeah, but um, yeah, sweet time um was a fun one to come together for sure. Um, I kind of originally wrote that one. I well, yeah, I guess it took a while for me to write that one in full. Um, but what the first pieces of it, I wrote like uh as sort of like a breakup song <laughs> so there's like a when i was still in like a bitter place about it so you can kind of hear that come out through the lyrics i think um but you know ultimately i think it's about um like i don't know being in your 20s and there's a lot of pressure for people to find the perfect career and perfect relationship and um do all these very specific things to be like a real adult in air quotes mm -hmm. um and how that can be kind of like blinding people to enjoy the relationships and the things that they already have in their lives mm -hmm. and so it's kind of like um a song i wrote to reclaim and give myself permission to just take my time to enjoy things and allow myself to try new things that may not be expected of me and um allow myself to be inspired 
take your time. <laughs> that's really cool to hear because yeah. I, I, that's kind of how I interpret it for myself, but it's really nice to hear the source that it came from.
Yeah, we never actually have. Uh, we when people bring songs to the group, there's not like a a formal like this is the song that I wrote and here's what it's about. <laughs> right. It's yeah. more just like here's the song I wrote and let's play it. Um, but yeah. we don't really have like I mean because it's it's also like you know I've written plenty of songs where I'm really not like ready to actually like I'm ready to play them but I'm not ready to share like what I've actually written it about what the emotion behind it is because part of the writing process and part of the playing process is you're processing right like Mm -hmm. you're you're having to using that song using those lyrics and using the chords in some cases to actually process the emotions that you're feeling Mm -hmm. um and it's not so much anymore for me but like really like in high school specifically there was a lot of times where I'd like have either failed like prospective relationships or relationships or, you know, just sort of a lot of emotions about things um, that I just like, I had no other way of expressing than just putting it into a song. And um, yeah, having the, having the space to like, just sing and play them. And it's like, it's sort of like, um, you know, sort of like, yeah, Musicians Anonymous or something. You can just kind of bring <laughs> yeah. it and just play it and just like say, all right, here's a song. No one like, questions. Yeah. <laughs> feel it. It's great. <laughs> it's great. And, and one other cool aspect of that is um, that we sort of, we hear the songs that are brought to the table and, and we get to understand them in our own way as well and interpret them. And without those introductions and explanations, we have our own version of that. and. Um, I was thinking about uh, I'll Be There that Cam wrote because yeah. when Cam brought that song to the table, I just like, I, I immediately, first of all, saw Sapatnik there because it's such a comforting song. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's, he, Cam is always there for us. That's, that's what the song is about. And it may not be about it at all, but, <laughs> uh, but it's, it's what it's about for me right now. Um, and I would love to hear what it is about from and where it came from actually. Yeah, that's Cam, good, we'd love to know. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to share with the class? I think one of the things, just one of the things that I like, not to not to be intentionally vague about this, but one of the things that I like in my music is that sometimes I'll write lyrics kind of like, I try to keep the lyrics as simple as possible to kind of let people interpret it a bit. Um, and, you know, it's it's nice to hear what people think about it sometimes. Like, I, mm-hmm. I know I definitely, especially when I was younger, I'd play songs, like, in my house, and my mom would come up and be like, that song is about this. It's so amazing. And I'm like, I didn't write it about that, but I'm like that. You know, <laughs> you know it's really cool. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a, there's a give and take. I think, I think what Nick was saying about um, the catharsis of uh, being able to release your emotions um, and process them, is a big part of my music. Um, and especially when I wrote, I'll be there. I wrote that song in I think August of last year, maybe in the summer. Um, and I really wanted a positive, like upbringing, upbeat song. Um, something that would, uh, I guess kind of like, you know, demonstrate that like, you know, I'm, that I'm happy that I'm, I'm, I'm joyous, you know? Um, and I think, I think in my mind, it was more like, it was also a period of time where, um, I was helping my mom out a lot with stuff. My mom was moving. Um, she had a lot of stuff that she needed help with to move across the country. Um, and so I was kind of like, just the idea of being there for someone and being able to give that to somebody felt really special at that time. Um, so it was sort of about that, sort of about like, um, 
sort of bringing like a sort of very, very summary vibe. Um, very positive, something very, I don't know. Most of the time, like when I write, I'm, I have some songs where I think I write a song about this event or this person or like myself in some particular way. And sometimes it's more just a feeling. And I feel like I'll be there for me was especially like that. It was, it was more just, um, I was feeling the need to express joy, I guess, in that way. Yeah. Um, and now the music I've been writing now, like Kaylin said, it's like it, it ebbs and flows, right? So I'm kind of like writing a bit more down stuff recently. Um, not because I'm necessarily feeling that way, but processing things. Again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, but it's nice. I like I like being able to bring that out in that moment, you know? Um, and I'm also very excited to release those songs and, and start thinking about new stuff because I've got millions of ideas in my head of new songs I want to add. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> It's cold all alone. I'll be there. Take your hand and your coat. Won't you come on inside? time I really don't mind world outside need not apply when the summer comes Come on. 
stop thinking of And I know you're feeling down on your love But darling, I swear that your love is enough Now won't you come on inside consistent theme is us having like way too much material <laughs> like at any given point you it's know a great it, problem to have though it, you know? it, mm-hmm. it is but it's also like there's a lag on sort of what you're able to like put out. i mean this is our first mm-hmm. album so it's you know hopefully things go a little bit fast uh, do, do you guys have a title for it yet oh yeah oh my god yeah because yeah, i just see masters <laughs> which not a bad title but I, i'm guessing probably not yeah, I think you should say the title. Okay, so I'll say it. I'll say it. I'm the official announcer of the band, it seems. So um, the, the album is called Jam Jar. It was unanimously voted to be called Jam Jar because it is, tasty. It is yeah, it's very tasty. Um, and uh, we're going to have this um, very quiet, very small private album release party in our backyard it's another block party she says very quiet but it's gonna be relatively quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll fight for it but we'll see <laughs> um and our plan is to um with the with this album to also make a lot of jam and to give out mm-hmm. little jam jars to people oh delicious yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, plan. our our friend zoe has volunteered to be our live jam maker Yes, she will be. Well, we also make live jams. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes. So we're we're gonna, um, I think, probably get master some like, jams. Yeah, master jams. We get some ice cream. Jams. Doctor Melodica will be there. Yeah, yeah. It's Dr. Uh, jam. Doctor Jam. Gonna just hopefully just like have a really nice evening with a bunch of people and just you know. We, we learned how to make jam recently. We were going to visit my grandma in New York. And I was like, hey, grandma, do you know how to make jam? And she's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, all right, cool. Can it's actually something I would, um, what's, uh, what, what was your grandma saying? I was, I was kind of thinking of making cheesecake, like <laughs> cheesecake the other day. Yeah. These little jam. So like, if you want to dish the secret. This podcast it's, is it's very like really, open to culinary. It's really straightforward. You just like, I and mean, we just did blueberry, which requires pretty much no prep. And right. You, I thought it was a complicated process. She's like, no, you just, it's literally just blueberries and sugar. Yes. And, and you just, and you boil it, it, right? For a long time. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And we just, ours, ours, we were in a little bit of a time crunch. We, we they're a little bit too runny, but we're going to make a new batch. Um, you be, be, yeah, I mean, you. So the songs are done. So it sounds like the real work you have left to do is mastering. <laughs> to make jam. jam. Well, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mastering the jam. Yes. Yeah. yes. The jam <laughs> needs to be mastered. It needs to be mixed and mastered. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. where we're doing a rehearsal for the next yeah. two weeks. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's something you can't just <laughs> fix that in post. If you start wrong, <laughs> okay, like, we know. We know. Yeah. The jam was too runny. We can't fucking put it yeah, back yeah. in a. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. Really you can't like add a shortener to jam and like. <laughs> wow, it just gotta be good. What a yeah. metaphor! Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. 
Yeah, um, I mean, we're we're probably going to do a new batch of blueberry and maybe do some strawberry or raspberry. Um, yeah, I think to... in being the season, I think that's important. We'll do mm-hmm. some strawberry and raspberry. Yeah. yeah, very, very summery. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I feel like on the topic of jam and just like, oh, because we're go- hopefully going to have some ice cream as well. Um, and I was going to say you might want to have like some sort like maybe even like crackers or something too because like if you're oh, yeah, jam, that, like, that good? people just are gonna be like jam. yeah i'm just gonna like finger some of this jam out yeah. yeah i mean i would but it's gonna be <laughs> i don't know if this is a family event it's a, oh, it's a family event it's fun for the whole family we have a jam slip yeah. and slide um, <laughs> have like a keg you know jam jam i'm gonna do a jam stand yes exactly exactly <laughs> Uh, yeah lots of um lots of fun things caitlin may also you know make something and bring something caitlin runs a great local uh baking cake business as well and cupcakes yes do you want to give a shout out to is there a name people need yeah it's called bake star if you i know you can see my name on zoom right now but my it's me and my sister who um run it and our last name is mark steiner so our baking business is Bake Steiner. It's not really a business, but we do take orders. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> there you go. So our thousands of listeners here. Yeah. <laughs> no, plug it all. Like. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna make a. Uh, hopefully, try to make a Sputnik cake, but I have yet to figure out the design. Mm. That so. was my next question. So you've found we'll a way out of that one. <laughs> I, I may. I may try to uh, do our logo or something. Mm-hmm. Maria's Maria's our artist here, really. So she did our logo and our album cover, which looks awesome. So I'll probably take some uh, hints from her and design the cake after that. Caitlin, if you had if you had to pick, what flavor is Sopitnik? Ooh, like cake flavor? Yeah, or like type of cake, generally speaking. Type of cake? <laughs> oh God, that's tough. I'm gonna. I mean. Now I feel like I have to say something with jam. <laughs> you don't have to, though. Oh, guys, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> my, so my instinct is raspberry just because I've been making our album cover and spoilers. Oh. There's some raspberries in there. Yeah. But... <laughs> so you will need some spoilers. raspberry jam for the release exactly. show. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to, for consistency, you know, we got to be consistent. It's got to be the right consistency. Everything can be summed up with a cooking metaphor. Maybe we're like a trifle, like a raspberry trifle, because we got Ooh. all the different layers, different oh, layers. Things they all come together. Layers. I like it, Gitler. I like it. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. <laughs> answer. <laughs> 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 um oh and so you mentioned the the logo is that the the turtle yeah <laughs> yeah no i was like i was like oh let me go bring that up on instagram real quick to talk about it also and i'm looking at the video of you you dr- drawing it yeah like the time lapse that's the oh, oh, go, go ahead go ahead Kim. i was just gonna say most people don't notice but it's us inside the turtle all six of us i did not so Call me out. That's, on that. that's the real spoiler. <laughs> we've actually it, look at that. That's pretty that. awesome. We actually had many people like buy our shirts at Porch Fest 
and you know they'd be like yeah this is great and i was like yeah i mean i, I mean I, so I love the like the fact that we're inside and like what <laughs> what <laughs> and i'm like yeah look it's it's the band inside the shell of the turtle and they, they're like oh my god yeah it's yeah. uh once yeah, you see it you can't unsee it <laughs> it's true it's true does the turtle have any like special significance to you guys as a band or as individuals just, that was sort of the the animal that you landed that's on. My, my contribution to the band is introducing the turtle because <laughs> it didn't. Does there's no story. It's just like a really cool animal. Yeah. Um, and um, I've been trying to come up with this logo for us, and somehow this turtle seemed. They're like in the flow in the ocean, and they're really cool, but also cute. And I feel those vibes with our band. So I'm like this is our animal now and and then they also kind of visually for all the artists out there they allow for these kind of shapes that you can kind of fit into um into yeah. that so, so it allowed for me to actually put the band on the logo which i kind of always wanted to do so yeah yeah it's really, really cool yeah. <laughs> yeah it's um it's she just did it one day i just th this is the thing about maria since she's you know professional artist but she just will things that I would think would take long periods of just like thinking through and like, you know, just kind of contemplating for a long period of time. She just, she just does them you know, mm -hmm. really, really fast. And, and that's how everybody else in the band plays music. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to make it up in some ways. <laughs> we, we did, uh, Maria and I got married or did our official big wedding last year and mm -hmm. she made a logo for us you know, within like, I don't know, an hour or something. It was and the whole crazy. band was in the logo? It was just me and Maria in the logo. Um, but the band did, we did, Sapadink performed at the wedding concert. That's true. Um, and at the nice. ceremony as well. They were doing the backup music while yeah. we were- um, We really employed our band. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, you know, because the band is such an integral part of our life and- um, And DJs are so expensive these days. I mean- <laughs> Please, no, 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 we got it. Please. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I wish I had known you at the time when we were looking for DJs. We got we had two DJs. It was a blast. My nice, friend yeah. flew up from uh, she she flew from Australia to come DJ for us. It was oh, that's blast. awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, really, really. We had like a, a bunch of local bands. We had a local brass band play. A local uh, global funk band play. We had our friends do like an open mic style, you know, folk set. One of Maria's family friends read an excerpt from her book. Yeah, it was, was a whole it was a whole event. It was a really really good time. Um, nice. But yeah, it's um it's just really exciting to like have this project coming out because yeah, I mean as Kate was saying, some of these songs were written and started to be recorded maybe four or five years ago. Um, in the blue being one of them as well. That was something that I'd written in 2015. Um, so like eight years ago Damn, now, yeah. it's pretty wild. That's so um, but yeah, that that's one of those sort of oh, like. I always thought that song was about me, but we didn't even meet them. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's about it's about the ocean. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. It's, a, it's a joke. It's about the ocean. Is better. Yeah. So. Um, I miss a circle. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, we get well then on the next podcast. If Harry, if you do like a separate podcast just about life and the universe and stuff, we will have plenty to talk about. So, um, but but keeping it limited to you know music here. Um, yeah, once I get once I start pushing the podcast extended universe, 
Yes. Yeah. 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 The offshoots. The offshoots. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. I mean, so I mean, stick around for after the end credits of this episode. There'll be a special teaser. <laughs> Time yeah. is a flat circle. I'm gonna do it. Remember, remember how like albums in the '90s when like CD was the main format, they'd have like hidden tracks yes. at the end, but it, you'd have to wait like 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be this post credit scene. I'm just yeah. the it's just gonna be silence for 30 minutes, and then just me being like, "Why are you still here?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd be great. Hey, we'll dive one of those to the end of the album, really quick. Ooh, yeah. Give time. You, well, if, yeah, if, if, if once I edit this episode, if you guys want to have this whole episode as a hidden track, <laughs> oh my God. I wish. Actually, fun fact. So, in the blue is the last track in the album. There is an Easter egg at the end of in the blue. There is. If you wait till the very end. There um, is. There is. Yeah. It's very tiny Easter egg. It's very tiny. So tiny that Caitlin doesn't even know it. Yeah, <laughs> I've listen, heard it, but I listen to the end of the track. It's. I don't want to spoil it. I, I do want people to listen to it. Um, All right. Well, I'm gonna listen to it after. Listen this. to it after this. The very last. I mean, yeah, it's a tiny, tiny bit at the end. Um, it's things you can do when, when you have a fade out at the end. You throw throw a little little sound clip in there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that song was. Um, it was written while I was on a school trip to Belize and we were on this like island um, and just like really uh, just like taking in nature and really mm-hmm. just one of those real nature inspiration moments where just the words are flowing through me like water. Like it's, I didn't, it's one of those songs where I didn't really feel like I was writing it. It was just coming out. There was no sort of like, I need to think of the next thing. It was just like, oh, this makes sense. Write it down, write it down. And then in the blue, it's all true. That's it. It's it's not complicated. It's a very simple chord progression. Um, but That's one of your best songs. Too. Yeah, it's it's like the signature song, I think. And it's really, it's gone through so many iterations. Um, you know, performed it many, many times. Performed it a lot solo in New Zealand as well. And people loved it there. But just in general, um, it's about being connected to nature, being connected to the ocean, being connected to the universe, and really just appreciating, you know, the mystery and the magic of the world. And, um, you know, just looking out at the ocean, seeing, like there's just endless blue, like there's the sky is blue, the ocean is blue, and really just taking it all in and, and being present there. So that was, um, that one I recorded, I did like a demo in 2015. Um, in college when I had written it and then I decided to record it like when I was kind of doing things by myself and I did a version by myself and then what happened in obviously uh, 2020 there's the pandemic we had to sort of take a hiatus from performing with the band and everything so I had asked a bunch of people I was working on a bunch of kind of solo things and I had sent out a request to a lot of friends that were musicians, but weren't a part of the band to just record this end section. So at the end of the song, we have this whole big outro, which is probably like 15 to 20 vocalists. I don't know exactly how many. Um, uh, some who we did acapella with in college, some who are friends from elementary school, high school, um, some are friends that I met in New Zealand. Some are just, you know, just people that I was like, hey, you're a singer, toss something on there. And we also have um, slide guitar, we have melodica, we have 
our friend uh, Chris was in Omaha at the time when he recorded those and he sent us like uh, rain in the background and he sent us oh, little yeah. wind chimes and uh, Matt, Matt Nemitz, who was in uh, Amsterdam at the time, sent us like him doing like clicks on the guitar and like the, yeah, I think some like environmental sounds from that as well. So you have like all the, it sort of goes against everything that I've wanted to do as a recording engineer of like taking out the background noises. <laughs> and this one, I was like, all right, don't, don't fucking auto tune it. Like, you know, really keep, capture the essence of people's voices and, there were a few a few things that I tuned about that last section just to make it like sit a little bit better and be a little bit more palatable. But for the most part, it's about capturing the um, the small nuances of everyone's voices and not trying to make it sound tuned and robotic. Um, so that was really cool. That was a really fun thing. And the other thing is I asked people to do flourishes on top of it to sort of give it like a big, you know, a big choir feel we were listening to like, we are the world this morning and the <laughs> that we went to and kind of like, you know, that, that kind of vibe where everybody has their little moment and everything, mm-hmm. but that song goes on for way too long. <laughs> yeah, the we are the world. Oh my God. It just There's not too many singers. They're like, all right, well, Michael's got to get his line. Stevie's got to get his line. Like everybody's got to get their moment. And this was a little bit more calmed. It wasn't like, <laughs> you know, everybody had an ego. I was just like, Oh, this, this fits really well here. back 
I don't even know where to start Eons of time and matter Have left us with works of art Everything that can be Is nothing without eyes to see The brilliance and beauty of nature Which stems from the heart Sometimes I get brain dead with a pen in my hand I look for the messages that were written by sand And I can run my fingers through the time scale of Earth So we can get a glimpse what we're Blue, endless blue, endless blue, endless blue.
but that song yeah that took that that had so many iterations of just like throwing this track on taking this track off and everything but i'm really happy with how it came out yeah i think so it represents well what we are all about by including all the people that yeah. we worked with in this one song and it's just like everyone is there it's cool yeah that's really nice yeah. And also, you know, we had already talked about this with uh with Caitlin's tracks, but you know, like eight years is a long, long time to wait for a song to to come out. And yeah. It sounds <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that one's like that hearing you describe like all like the evolution of this song and like you know, writing it back then and performing like more stripped down versions of it to like what you are describing, you know, production wise now, you know. Um like you, you, I can hear how excited you are. Yeah, yeah. Well, we actually released it uh, on SoundCloud last year, uh, and then it was right before Maria's exhibition, which was a, a show that we did. And I think Caitlin and Cam both couldn't be there because of COVID, but we um, we we still performed and we still released that as a single. And then we redid it um, mm-hmm. to sort of have well to have live drums and also just to fix a few kind of inconsistencies and have it kind of be more consistent with the rest of the sound, the band. Um, that's the, if anybody in listening to this uses Logic, like Logic drums, awesome, like really, really good, but we didn't want to like have, they do sound different than live drums. Mm-hmm. So we really wanted to like have live drums throughout the rest of the songs. And in the blue had the Logic drums, uh, Sweet Time, Feeling Grace, Donnie Bravoto, they all had Logic drums. So that was one of the things where when we finally got around to recording drums, it was like, all right, we gotta, I know it sounds good with the Logic stuff, but we have to really re-record these drums. Better, it's just better. Yeah. Um, but that has its own challenges because then Al's like not used to playing at that specific tempo, you know, and it's, he's not kind of setting it. He has to adjust how he's playing to what we've already recorded. And then we're, they we're comparing it to this robotic mm-hmm. perfect thing. Um, so that, definitely had its own challenges and i spent way way too long like quantizing the drums and getting them to to fit perfectly so next time we do it like we do live <laughs> yes we yeah. record it all at once we get it really tight we get it done yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's that's in the blue for you just wanted to say yeah. a piece about that listen for the easter egg have you ever uh have you ever written any music for yourself harry i have yeah yeah I uh, I used to write more in like college and after college. Uh, now I um, mostly just do like electronic stuff. So it's it's less like writing involved and more just like midiing. <laughs> yeah. So like house techno, um, like down tempo stuff, some ambient. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's cool. I, I appreciated your porch fest set and yeah, you thank you. Yeah. a little uh, tutorial on how to how to set. Oh yeah. DJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. I was about six beers in at that point, and I forgot oh, that, so I, was I. That, that you had come over and was like, "Yeah, so like, what? Show me what you're doing." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm t- I'm making this song a little quieter. I'm making this song a little quieter." <laughs> I was uh, like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I actually, um, I no, actually, because when the transition I showed you, I like took out the kick drum of like one song and I was like yeah so I'm gonna just gonna take out the kick drum here because there's no kick drum playing right now so I'm gonna take out the low end and then this the other song that's playing that no no one in the audience could hear I was like yeah and then I'm gonna bring in the kick drum here and it actually like 
I didn't fuck it up at all. And I was like, oh, it's going to be great if I like fuck it up while I'm trying to show him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, that was smooth. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this dude knows what he's doing. It's great. Uh, but yeah, I know. I um, I actually just got back a roll of film that I had taken from my camera that I was taking around that day. And I have um, a couple shots of you guys. Nice. Uh, more importantly, no offense, there was a, a an adorable dog sitting like right yes. up front at your show, a little yes. black and white dog. And I got some great shots of him <laughs> with my like zoom lens that nice. are perfect <laughs> and beautiful. But yeah, so I'll, Nick, I'll, I'll text you those <laughs> once we're done. Sounds uh, good. We all like, found that every, every person that sent me pictures of the show will send like a few pictures of us and then one picture of the dog. The dog, yeah. <laughs> and he had like the little red collar. Yeah. yeah. Just setting up like this. Yeah, yeah. They can't see this is an audio thing, but uh you should just yeah. take a take when you post this online, like the picture, the head, the header picture for this should be the picture of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> um the, someone brought like their their little like French bulldog to to my set. And was oh, really? there's like so there's a oh, bunch well, of photos yeah, yeah, yeah. and videos of like someone oh. carrying around their little French bulldog while I'm DJing and I'm like this is that's this is all I want. Yes. <laughs> so cute. Well, next time you gotta like get little dog sunglasses for for it and like have it like put it at your DJ booth and just oh like, yeah, yeah. sunglasses. I love it. Is, oh. There's every time you see a video of someone DJing, there's always the person that like whispers in their ear. So it's like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love it <laughs> that should be one of your videos for sure yeah. just like a dog dj yeah <laughs> i like it yeah let's say that yeah, man but yeah it's exciting we're we're excited to like also once we do this album release show like take a break yes and uh and have the summer to sort of like mm -hmm. not have to work on preparing for a show maybe just writing new yeah stuff just and... just hanging out just jamming too thank you jam Jam jar. Jam. Jam. Jam, jam. Uh, so I guess final question about about the album is when does it come out? Do you have a date yet? Is the official date June 14th, I think? I think so. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you said the, the release show is on the 15th. So that's right. That's right. We said just the 14th to just make sure it is out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I don't know what's what time Spotify actually like releases things throughout the day. But yeah, the yeah. whole time we want to make sure it's out when people come to the show so they can actually listen to it um pick up yeah. some lyrics sing along a little bit yeah yeah it'll be fun i mean study a little the stuff that's out right now on soundcloud is just so old we had a few singles that we released in 2019 and it's um it's good you know but it's it's an it's a lot of like logic instruments and everything mm -hmm. it's not, it's not the current iteration of the band. not yeah. mastered also but yeah definitely the mastered stuff is coming out very soon so yeah we do have materials for a whole new album old second album Ooh. but uh but i <laughs> that will come they'll come nick after looks the break so tired as, <laughs> as soon as he <laughs> said that nick was just uh, like oh my god like, uh -huh. no we no we don't <laughs> no we do we have like material for like two more albums <laughs> it's true it's um, true that's and i will we'll take a little break but yeah. yeah, I do think we'll get back into That's exciting. recording after. Oh, it's so exciting. It's just like, yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely, um, it's a challenge to balance the recording and mixing with mm -hmm. like 
life as well yeah and that stuff takes that like that work is so meticulous sometimes mm -hmm. yeah. uh trying to make things like tweak everything just so it sounds exactly right at every exact moment um yeah and, and i have to say yeah sorry i didn't mean to drop but we were like nick was the one who wanted to do this for us and he wanted to sort of learn also and get better at this mm -hmm. so um so thank you for doing that for the whole band it's really good you did you did a really good job. my my pleasure yeah i love doing it yeah i mean you're so good in the studio like you really make everyone feel really comfortable and you like know exactly how much to ask for and um i don't know every time i feel like we whether we were playing together or separately just recording separate tracks or as a whole band it just went so seamlessly so like you're you're amazing <laughs> you're like running a marathon every day when it came to production so I'm, I'm glad you feel that way there's definitely days with uh with me and maria where it didn't feel that way <laughs> Just, mostly my fault <laughs> I, was... I mean <laughs> i can be a little more demanding than the rest of the band because i have the <laughs> wife title as well yeah so <laughs> i get some some of that no it's we we live together so it's less of a like you know okay we have designated this time to do it it's like we have to make time out of all the other commitments that we have mm -hmm. and everything so um and it's a lot of it's a lot of commitments it's mm -hmm. really we're really blessed to live in boston have such a beautiful community of people yeah but at the same time it's like we have such a beautiful community of people we want to do all these things and yeah uh, you know, no it you're takes, talking to the right person there <laughs> yeah man it takes so much energy it takes like you know you have to really really be on top of things to do stuff and um so yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll be like oh, i can't hang tonight i have to edit an episode of the of my podcast and then people are like oh what do you do the podcast for like no one asked me too i just, just do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah i just gave yeah. myself homework one day i was like yeah you know what i miss <laughs> homework <laughs> having to do stuff yeah <laughs> so true there's an energy about yeah. this city that everyone's doing things and it's a good thing yeah. but i think one of the most valuable things that we're learning lately just kind of life stuff is knowing how to take breaks and knowing mm, how to do absolutely. quality breaks and like manage time properly like those breaks can help you your productivity so much it's like incredible so mm -hmm. it's just something to think about yeah yeah but yeah it's it's exciting just a lot of like you know really really cool people that we get to work with and hopefully including you now yeah, yeah hopefully bringing more more to the table we um are hopefully going to have a violinist for our show yeah. um for two kids and uh which is nathan's not here tonight but like he has two awesome songs on the album mm -hmm. and um we're really one of one of which just through circumstance we haven't performed live before totally unintentional that we saved it for the album release show it's just we every single gig we did which one is that uh, it's called two kids uh it's um it's more of like a I don't know, it's kind of got like a music theater vibe and mm -hmm. it's got like a, a rock vibe to it. Yeah. Uh, like a rock pop sort of yeah. rock pop, yeah. Most most rock pop is It's like, I don't know if you've ever watched uh, the movie once or seen once the musical, but it's very much oh, like no, that no. kind of, okay. it's, it, it's really that kind of vibe. Um, it's really, really good and just very different, different genre than anything else on the album. and. That's that's really wonderful. We get to just do, and then Velvet is also super like kind of laid back. I like Velvet a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's that one's song. that one's really great. And then it's but it's what you were saying before is like nothing's ever really done. We played that, prepped it for Porch Fest, and our friend Jeff was playing violin on it. And we're like, God damn it, 
violin sounds incredible on this song but we were i was at the point i was like we are not nothing is adding nothing is getting added it's done we're done we're done sorry it sounds great it's for live performances only now i think i could listen to violin like that on and and, and on any song you know (laughs) it's so good it's such a great violinist too jeff is so yeah. yeah For one of the future shows, I also, um, I, I met an opera singer and I think for a live, if you want to do like a little more like orchestral vibe, I'm going to bring in more layers Ooh. to this. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah, hopefully we yeah. get him to come. That, that's kind of the vibe of the group. We're just like, all right, I found this this person who knows how to do this thing. <laughs> Fuck it, opera? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I found this person that's... on the side of the street playing music and they sounded really good. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming to our next show. Yeah. <laughs> That's how, be careful, that's how Ed Sheeran was discovered. Ah, okay, we'll find the next Ed Sheeran. (laughs) All right. All right. Sorry, I can no longer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. that out. (laughs) We'll find the next. (laughs) All right. I'm looking at the time. I got to get prepped for this game. I know the the Celtics are really counting on me. Yes. You're the, you're the deciding factor. I yes. <laughs> I can only hope. I didn't watch the first two games and they lost, so You better I did, get I did watch there. the third and they got blown out. So I don't I like I'm not superstitious, but I'm Mixed a little, signals. You got to you got you to just like kind of half watch. Like you got to be like watching a movie. It's usually what I do. I'm usually like a game on your with phone. emails. Yeah. So, just just have play some something. Galaga. <laughs> it's my recent game download oh on my, my phone. It's it's called Galaxica, but we all know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next time, next podcast we do, you got to be playing Galaga in the background the whole time. I would love that's why we. I don't have one of them tonight, but I um, this season I have a couple episodes. I've had some of my like fellow AP staffers on as like co-hosts, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm just like, hey, yeah. So I'm way too easily distracted. And like I can't carry a whole conversation for like ninety minutes, so yeah, you need to keep them talking. But yeah, yeah so that's going to be their new role. It's like you keep them talking. I'm going to be back here playing Galaga. <laughs> yeah, I'm, dude. I don't know if you. Oh, last thing I'll say, but I don't know if you've been to like uh, Aeronaut, but they in mm-hmm. Somerville. But some of the times we went there, they just have somebody playing Tetris or Pac-Man or something. Like yeah, that. massive projector on the wall, wow. and um, that's goals right there. Just wow. like I don't think we're gonna have that for this show, but maybe future shows will have a gal on the station. It'll be our next collaborator, yeah, for sure. Like we're gonna the violinist and yeah. like someone playing Tetris would be great. <laughs> yeah, just really, really think outside that we've had we've had a dancer for our we performance. Did. It's we're honestly you need the projector jam. and you need like a computer and yeah. like maybe an old Atari controller that you can get an adapter for and just like yeah. have the computer hooked up to the projector, projected on the wall, and you're just playing like a Galaga emulator. Yeah. I'll and be the Galaga maybe... guy. Yeah, we, we can I have like the, we can have the solo. Have everything. There's you got you got the jam master. <laughs> you have you have Dr. Melodica. Dr. Melodica. And yeah, you have Galaga guy. <laughs> Galaga guy. We're gonna it's get the fucking the guy. Avengers here. <laughs> yeah, we're actually gonna get the actor who played Galaga guy from the Avengers. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah, they have that joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's crazy. Crazy. He's crazy. He's crazy. how many people Galaga get guy. that? Yeah, there's gonna be like two or three. Formed. Yeah, there's there's gonna be two or three people. That's that guy's claim to fame. Like that's the most 
yeah. famous that guy, like the, the thing that that guy has done that he is best known for in life. Yeah. And I'm not trying to like just be like, like disparage, but I'm just like, that must be like such, be like, yeah, you you like the Avengers? You let, remember that Gallagher joke? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I really want to read his memoir at some point. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I hope I hope he's like super interesting, like outside of that, just like a really interesting but just low key guy who was just like, yeah, I just wasn't busy that day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like a phil- philanthropist in Zimbabwe or something, yeah. like like going on crazy, crazy adventures, and he's just like, oh, they just the world's wanted, most they, interesting. They, man. they wanted like a kind of like average looking guy to play some a- faceless agent, um, but you know, it's it's how it goes. Anyways, dude, I don't want to keep you from your game. You got a, you got a, you got a game to carry. Yeah, yeah. Carry. I got to switch into my Tatum jersey real quick. And <laughs> yeah, man, this is a, this is a total really blast. Fun. Yeah, yeah. thank you guys for coming on. Yeah. If okay. I can make it to the the release show, I will. Yeah, yeah, you know where it is, right? So yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll text you the address. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for uh, thanks everybody for listening. Yeah, yeah thank you. Bye. June 14th, Jam Jar, Sapatnik. <laughs> Find us on Spotify. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.
All right, there you have it. That was Sapatnik. So thank you to them for coming on. Um, thank you to Ethan. Thank you to you guys listening. In the spirit of Sapatnik, uh, the 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 word itself meaning having that meaning of a uh, of like an old friend that you that you you know have been through some shit with. Why don't we all? take a minute and think of, because I think we all probably have some Sapatniks in our own life, and not to get too hallmarky with it, but why don't you take a moment and think of one, two people uh, who fit that bill, even if you haven't like talked to them in a while, for whatever reason. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been thinking a lot about connection lately, my own connections. Um, ones that I want to continue to grow, newer ones that I want to explore more, older ones that I'd either like to rejuvenate or, you know, sometimes sadly see come to an end. Um, although, you know, arguably that's not necessarily a sad thing. Sometimes it can feel bittersweet though. Um. So, you know, if if you haven't talked to, if you think of someone and you haven't talked to them in a while and you think you, think you might want to hear from them, don't ever be afraid to, to reach out to someone that you're thinking of because it probably means more to them than you know. Anyway, uh, that's probably the most like philosophically musing I've ever gotten in one of these outros. So congrats if you made it like an hour and a half into this episode and you're like, or congrats if you've made it 39 episodes into this show or like any number of episodes greater than one. And you're like now just like, Oh damn, Harry said something that was actually meaningful for once. Uh, teasing myself anyway have a good week y'all next episode we'll be back with alex magleby who is the main like founder and organizer of in between days the festival that opened last summer down in quincy at veterans memorial stadium and is returning this year as a two-day festival and so we're going to have like a special preview episode of the festival which is in august so it's like still a cup like two months away but yeah i I'm really excited for the festival, and so I was really excited to have Alex on the show, and so you'll hear from him next week. All right, have a good week, everyone. Bye.